Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Think Tank Sports. Think Tank Sports, where we think and you listen. Check us out on the socials, Facebook, the X, and Instagram. I guess I'm going to have to start calling it. It's, it's probably just anywhere. X, right? It's not the X, but anyways, well. whatever. Um, 10, can we call it 10? Uh, whatever. Um yeah. Uh, listen to us on Spotify for podcasters or wherever you get your podcast and watch us on YouTube. If you're so inclined, we are out there for your visual viewing pleasure or not. Um, okay. So uh, the baseball season is winding down. We are in the final weekend of the regular season. We haven't talked baseball in a few weeks. Part of it is because our Yankees suck. Although they haven't played too terrible lately, uh, when it really didn't matter, they played well. Uh, when it did matter, they played like crap. Anyways, so there you go. There's our baseball summary for the Yankees. <laughs> I, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. No, um, but winding down, there's a whole bunch of crazy wild card division scenarios that are going on that'll be played out this weekend in places like Arizona and Texas and St. Louis and Chicago and Milwaukee and Pittsburgh and Houston and all these other places. So we're going to talk some baseball. So of course, I'm not doing this by myself. I've got Mike, my partner in crime and in podcast land. Mike, how the heck are you? Good, Dave. A uh, little jar seeing you in the Baltimore Orioles hat. Uh, understanding, however, I think we talked last time we did a baseball podcast. Uh, who are we going to root for since yes. the are eliminated? And uh, I wanted the Seattle Mariners. And as soon as I said that, they just started to suck. Um, <laughs> but we'll get to them. Um, speaking of sucking, you hit on it early, though, Dave. Um the Yankees have been since August 28th, so a little more than a month. Right about a month. They've yeah. had the best, been, been the best team in baseball with an 18 and nine record. Uh, Orioles and the Padres of all teams at 17 and 10, and then Toronto, Pittsburgh, Tampa, and Minnesota at 16 and 10. So, what does that say? What does that say to us? Um, to me, I think it's a bigger indictment of Boone than any of the other crappy decisions he. He's made or the multiple times he's been ejected. And I'll tell you why uh, real quick, if I, if I can. Of uh, course you can. All the pressure was off, right? And this yep. is how the team played. We brought up some young kids, maybe made a few roster decisions they wouldn't have made if they were still in it. I get that. But the mm -hmm. pressure came off and the team excelled. Now, did that coincide with Judge getting really healthy? Of course. Um, and he's clearly worth every penny we paid him because without him, I couldn't imagine where we would be. Yep. But what is Boone's job at this point, Dave? He's not shaping the roster or shaping the pitching staff or the days off or the rotation. Okay. He doesn't have to think about all that stuff anymore. He doesn't have to um, have four chess pieces ahead because you know the numbers are going to dictate in the matchups so his job is to manage know when to hit the gas and when to let the air out of the balloon when to you know give him the rah-rah speech and when to spank him a little all of those nuances if he can't do that then he should be fired i have not really been strong on the fire boom train yeah but seeing this last month i'm there now so that that's my little 
you know, pre-thought of uh, thing coming into seeing all these stats when we were researching for the podcast and and getting ready for this. What what do you think? Am I off base there, buddy? I'm no, no. I I think form. I think it's a good observation. Um, one thing that I think he has done, uh, and this is very minimal, and I'm not trying to uh, discount anything that you've said or give Aaron Boone a ton of credit. He has had to manage uh, where judge has been, whether it's been DH or right field or a day off. Um, But geez, I could do that. My, you know, 16 year old son could do that. Uh, Maybe my eight year old daughter could do that. Maybe your granddaughter could do that. Like that's not very complicated. Um, but I think it's a very interesting point that you make, Mike, about the pressure being off and all of a sudden, you know, things seem to go well. Uh, you know, I mean, they, they've had, look, the, the young guys they've brought up have, have done well, you know, Clark mm-hmm. Schmidt, uh, certainly has continued to pitch well, Carlos Rodon starting to round into form, so I think, you know, some of it is what I would call circumstantial, right? Uh, maybe Rodon. So you think if we had two more weeks, the Yankees would sneak in the back door of the playoffs? Not to cut you off, I'm sorry. Mm, no, because I, 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 yeah, no, I think they would have had to have started it two weeks earlier, right? Okay. So middle okay. of August, I would go the opposite direction. They would okay. have had to have started that middle of August, not at the end of August. Um, Cause I'm not, I'm not a proponent of saying, well, if the season went two weeks longer, no, they should have no, just, you're right. you know, I think what were they some ridiculous, like 10 and 20 something, 10 and 24 uh, or 10 and 23 in August. I mean, it was just a yeah, horrendous, horrible. horrendous right. month. And had they, you know, played 500 ball, then, you know, they'd be, you know, not in that necessarily, not necessarily in the division race, but they'd be the four spot in the wild card. Sure, absolutely. You know, w- without absolutely. without much without much fight. So, um, you were running yeah. down players that have had a nice season. I know you're going to get to Garrett Cole, and there's somebody else. Yeah, no, I mean, I just for me, it was just thinking about some of the players that um, had just kind of struggled for a bit, and then what have we seen of the success of this last month? Uh, and certainly Cole, I mean, what is it, what did I see is like, they won his last seven or he was won his last seven starts and his ERA was like 1.5 yeah. or some ridiculous. I mean, look, Garrett Cole was the best pitcher in the American league all year. Uh, he solidified it down the stretch. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's interesting. I, you know, I don't get to watch a lot of the games cause I don't, you know, the Yankees aren't on all that much. I watched highlights of last night's game and they showed a lot of Cole's strikeouts. I got to tell you his, his motion was so fluid. Um, and it looked to me, it looked different than it has. I would say like in previous seasons, like there's, there's something that he has done to his windup and his his moving through his pitching motion, that well, is he got rid of the spider tag. That is back mark- to basic fundamental pitching with your legs, power legs, you know, all of that. So yeah, um, and it, it shows he had, to, he had yeah 
Right. He didn't but have that's a choice. A great observation. Um, great observation. But yeah, it's just something that I noticed uh, as I was watching some highlights. But um, do you yeah, remember? you know, something something has to change, right? And the, you know, Hal Steinbrenner has has been very open in saying they're bringing in a third party kind of assessment group that is going to look at the entire organization. He's highlighted a bunch of things. I mean, honestly, that you know, these are these are things that big organizations do. They bring in outside companies to assess uh, what is going on in the organization. You get some neutral observers, people that can look at business decisions, you know, personnel decisions and all of that. I don't mind it personally. I, I, I think it's a good thing, but that being said, when other organizations, not baseball, just organizations, businesses in general, when they do these types of things, the ownership and the leadership of that organization has to be willing to take the suggestions that come from the assessment and the evaluation and act on them. And so if it comes back that they say a lot of bad decisions by the general manager, time for a change, then Hal Steinbrenner needs to fire Brian Cashman. And I'm I'm not convinced that that's going to happen. I'm just not. We've we've seen enough. Now, this could be a new step in the Yankee organization and could be something different. But until they do it, I'm inclined to think Boone will be gone, if anything, and Cashman will stay. So I would be very interested to be a fly on the wall when... Steinbrenner brings in the bobs from office space and <laughs> Aaron Boone sits down in front of him and starts gutting a fish. Yeah. I've been missing a lot of work there. Can't say I've been missing it, Bob. I wouldn't say I've been right? missing work, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Aniston, total smoke show in that movie. Yep. Anyway. Absolutely. Do you remember even, the even with all... those 27 pieces of flair? Nice. Uh, do you remember who the starting shortstop was for the American League in this year's All-Star Game? Or maybe you saw this going around today. I did not see this going Whit, around today. One Whit I, Merrifield of the Toronto. Blue oh, Jays. yeah. Two hit Whit, as my yeah. older son likes to call him. Uh, I'm going to put Glaber Torres' season next to his real quick. All right, well, go for it. Someone did it, and I'm going to read it. Okay, yeah, go for it. Thank you for his stat hit baseball. Uh, one of the most important things i guess we all measure they're all measured by now is war glaber's is 3.0 wits is 1.5 uh wow. glaber played 154 games wit only played 142 uh 25 homers for glaber only 11 for wit okay uh sadly only 66 rbis for glaber on 25 homers where wit had 67 so he got him a little bit there stolen bases wits a little faster 26 to 13 um, but the big hitting numbers, Dave, on base percentage, 346 for Glaber, 324 for Witt, OPS, 802 for Glaber, 714, so just slightly below average for Witt Merrifield. Uh, I, I think Glaber, um, and I was not always sold on him either, Dave, but this is a yeah. season where he proved, proved himself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're going to get that kind of production out of second base, yeah, I mean, what? Jeff Kent's not walking through that door. Right? No, no, he's not. I, what I would say is I think, 
like overall for the season, the Blue Jays had a better overall lineup. And so I could see why some of Merrifield, like the RBI numbers, numbers, I can see if you can remember how awful the Yankees were in August, the only person that was hitting at all was Glaber Torres. So, um, you know, he had, as Mike pointed out, not a lot of RBIs, a lot of solo home runs. uh, So not surprising, but when you come right down to it, yeah. Uh, Glaber has definitely had the bounce back year that I think obviously if you had more guys on, I think he probably would be in the 80, 90 RBI uh, range. Uh, He's had the bounce back year uh, that you would expect. And his defense has been good. I mean, we have not, you know, had terrible conversations about Glaber's defense at, at second base as we have had in the past. So in the sake of brevity, I'm going to give you a couple of names, free agents that are currently on the roster. Just quickly give me your first blush, yes or no, sign, yeah. uh, uh, re-sign or let him go. Uh, first one, Severino. Luis Severino, age 29. Um, paid him. And he, didn't, he never lived up to the contract he got last yeah. time. Uh, I mean, I think it hurts with the with all of the injuries, but I say let him go. Uh, your boy in the witness protection program who's resurfaced, Frankie Montas. Nope. Goodbye. Not a one year make it or break it left handed innings eater potentially. He's the kind of guy that's going to go to Tampa and screw us next year. But yeah, I, yep, I, but- I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that it, it just has not worked out and I'm not the, the Yankees not making the playoffs this year. I'm not willing to have experiments in the lineup next year in, right. in, in, and in the, and that includes in the pitching staff. Here's one. I'm interested to hear like all of them. IKF. Yeah. You know, I think I would say bring him back because he's so, versatile uh and the yankees don't need a ton of versatile players we don't need everybody that plays five positions uh but i think i can right three in the infield probably he, play first if you needed to and right. he can pitch so you know ultimately right. if we <laughs> yeah. Yeah. no i think he's been a valuable asset i i you know i would love to see them bring him back um Boy, but, but he so may be looking for a place where he can start right and play every day. When he came over from Texas, he and Boone kept saying he's one of the best shortstops in the game, and he was defensively in Texas. Yeah. And boy, I don't know if they asked him to have too much range or what. It, well, I don't I haven't studied it. Um, anyway, the last one, uh, the poo poo platter, Wandy Peralta. Yeah, I. I mean, I would think so. He's. I mean, he's been, you know, really outstanding for the Yankees, and probably has done more than maybe he thought he would, you know, certainly with, you know, closing pitching in big leverage situations. And he's a good left-handed pitcher. I would, I would bring him back. No, I've come to really like him. And we got him, you know, uh, it was him and that freaking off colored glove, Jolie Rodriguez (laughs) and some other dude I never heard of. And we're getting the, Oh, Scott Efros, who apparently just, Dropped off the face of the earth from the coast. Well, it's, 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 well, and and he had Tommy John surgery. Scott Efron. I understand, but yeah, another person you never hear about. Anyway, yeah, uh, but I've come to like the poo poo platter, so I agree. The only thing that gives uh, me pause with him is he is thirty three years old. So yeah, but, but you know, thirty three year old lefty with sure. very 
very good stuff still. Good so. stuff. Can pitch in big yeah. spots. He's closed games. Uh, he's he's again. He's very versatile, and I think from a bullpen perspective, he's he's valuable. Totally agree. All right, buddy. Let's get into teams that are going to keep playing. And um, do you want to start with the wild card um, potential situations? Yeah. And yeah, then we'll yeah, look yeah. at some of the teams at the top. Yep. Yep. Right. So when you look at the American League right now, um, you know, you've got the Orioles, uh, Rangers, and Twins. The Twins have clinched the division. Uh, Rangers and Orioles, we'll talk about. And the wild cards. Three through six is Tampa, Toronto, and Houston with uh, Seattle a game and a half back. Now, Seattle um, opens. All right. So you have Tampa. Um, so you have the Tampa blue, comfortably. In Tampa. Right, yes. Tampa has already, pretty yeah. much locked in the four or if they win the division. So it, it, Tampa or Baltimore will be the four. Um right. Toronto at the five is a half game ahead of the Astros. The Astros, a game and a half ahead of the Mariners. The Mariners open up a four game series tonight at home against Texas. So they'll, they have the opportunity. Both tonight. teams playing for some of those Texas only two games up. I know two with four to play seems, you know, like it's, I, I'm going to say Texas is going to win, but it's not over. So Texas isn't going to sit people. Yeah, no, 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 you're, no, you're right. It's they're related. Texas is not going to sit because they've got to win. At least one. They've got to win one more game. Really. Um, As far as that goes, the Astros um, sitting there at the six, um, uh, a half game back of Toronto for the five spot and have three games at Arizona and also fighting right arizona you know is a game and a half uh up on the cubs and the marlins uh so they're going to be playing uh to try to lock up that five spot uh they're not going to get home games i mean they're gonna if they lock it up they're playing the phillies right the phillies have locked up the four um so let's see so Yep. So you have both. So then if we move to the top, we've kind of talked about all these teams, but uh, you know, Baltimore sitting there two and a half ahead of Tampa. Uh, and as Mike mentioned, the Rangers two and a half ahead of the Astros uh, and, and the twins oh. have won their division are locked into the three. Um, of all the teams to already be locked in the American league. Yeah. The twins. The twins. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, for my uh, enjoyment, I would love to see the Mariners as the six and the Astros not make the playoffs at all. Um, then a, I know I'm supposed a Minnesota to Seattle uh, would, I think would be a really, really nice first round series. Uh, the twins have a very young lineup. The Mariners young, the Mariners were in the playoffs last year. Uh, I think that would be a tremendous matchup, and then you would be. Uh, yeah, Mariners Tam- and Astros had a real feisty uh, series at the yep. end of the week. Two Verlander throw a great game Monday, Tuesday you got Naris striking out uh, Rodriguez from the Mariners, and they start drawing, and you know, right the bench there. was cleared, and the hold me back started. You know, nothing really happened, but you know, nice little. Um, I like a little heat. 
you know, give me a little heat there to, to going for the last playoff spot. I know I'm supposed to say the Astros out um, is what I want to, and ultimately I would enjoy that. Yeah. But if I want to see the best baseball, I really want to see Astros Rangers um, with all these teams left. I think, of course, I'll be pulling for the Orioles because of the underdog and they're and they've been so bad yeah. in the American League. Um, but I think Astros Rangers would be the best baseball ultimately. Mm-hmm. I don't like saying that. Believe no, me. no. I, my other, and this is not a best baseball. Although it would be nice, would be to see the Astros jump to the five and play Tampa the mm. four, because I don't like either one of those teams, um, but they would, that so would be a be very, <laughs> right. They'd be a very good series. And one of them would be out. Um, right. Okay. The bottom line for me is I just don't want to see the Astros in the world series. So if they're not in the playoffs, that automatically means a new team in the world series. And that's really what I want to see is somebody from the American league. There's so many good storylines with any of these teams uh, that I just would rather see somebody besides Houston. So that's ultimately my motivation there. Real quick, before we leave the American league, I just want to mention three things or two things. Uh, Terry Francona announces his retirement uh, in a season where no manager got fired unbelievably, including in Chicago or or wherever. Um, I wish he wasn't a Red Sox for the height of his success because he seemed he's a great dude, great baseball mind, all that. Mm -hmm. Um, But good on him and congratulations to a great career. And then, Dave, the Royals and the Athletics. Oh, yes. I mean, Major League Baseball is talking about expanding two more teams. How can they look at 49 and 110 for the Athletics? Yeah. And really consider expansion. But we won't talk about those teams until the spring. Probably. I just wanted to say those two things. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, and the Royals at 54 and 105. I mean, that these are right. You know, the A's did not, the A's did not, uh, unfortunately won enough games to not break the Mets, uh, all time losing record, but 49 and 110 is pretty gosh, darn bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the National League, yeah. Um, you mentioned the Phillies uh, locked into the four. Uh, Arizona um, at the five, a game and a half ahead of the Cubs and the Marlins, who are tied uh, for five and six. The Reds, uh, a game and a half behind the Cubs and the Marlins. And amazingly, Mike, the San Diego Padres still alive mathematically three and a half back um you know one more loss or win by these other teams will will push them out of the mix i don't really consider them to be a threat um because all of these other teams would have to lose for them to get in absolutely did you see um the cubs disaster tuesday night with, uh, I, uh, I didn't see the, it. I, I, I know that it was, I did hear that it was. They blew a 6-0 lead, first of all, which is bad enough. But uh, Seo Suzuki had a pop-up in the eighth inning to end the game and, and win 6-5. And calls off Ballinger, uh, nonchalants it, and bounces right off his glove. Full Vizcaino or uh, was it Brett Brown that did that to them all years ago? And they had to go to San Francisco and play a one game playoff and got killed. 
Uh, I don't remember it who was, it was exactly. Yeah, but, but yeah, somebody like that it was a real plain name. But either way, uh, yeah, just the Cubs cubbing all over the place. But like, and the Marlins. I guess what I'm point, pointing out here is the bottom end of this wild card mix. Yeah, is not nearly as good as the American League. Oh, I don't yeah. think the Marlins, the Cubs, the Reds, the Padres, even the Diamondbacks are in. Any kind of well, maybe I should leave the Diamondbacks out of that, but should or, or even close to the bottom of that American League uh, yeah. wild card slate. So, just yep. a thought. I don't yep. know why yep. I'm pro American League as usual. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I, I would agree. Um, the one interesting thing, if you look at some stats, the Cubs do have a plus 99 run differential yeah. where uh, the Diamondbacks, Marlins, and Reds are all in the negative. Uh, as far as run differential goes, um, not always the defining stat, but no, over the, over the course of a season at this point yeah. to say you're plus 99, there's other teams that are obviously way better than that, but, uh, it's a lot better than the minus 58 for the Marlins or the minus 45 for the Reds. However, the Braves are plus 232 and just laugh into everybody. Yep. Yep, and the Dodgers um, plus two ten. So, so here's yeah. here's what you have. Um, we mentioned uh, Arizona's got the three games against Houston. Uh, the Cubs have a game tonight in Atlanta, and then go to Milwaukee for three games. Uh, Milwaukee has nothing to play for, mm. um, and yeah, they're not gonna. Well, yeah, and gonna potentially that, right? could be playing the Cubs. Uh, in that first round of the playoffs, depending on yep. how things go. So I now remember, Dave, not as not the expanded rosters we're used to as all, almost all of our baseball lives. There's only what 28, 30 on the bench now, not the 40. You could bring up the whole yeah. 40 man roster previously. So, yes, they're going to rest some people, but it's not like nobody's going to, you know, right. Mean? Right. Uh, the Marlins, uh, are... I know you knew that I was explaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I think it's it, our tens of fans need to know that it's an important okay. point. Um, the European ones. Yes. Um, the Marlins finishing up, uh, with their series at the Mets tonight and then three games in Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh, okay. you know, with nothing to play for, but pride. So who knows right. about that? Uh, the Reds, three games in St. Louis, St. Louis, just having a horrendous season at 69 and 90, 69 that, and that manager's 90. Gone, right. Marmol or whatever his name is. I He's mean, just, just really... there just as one year. Right. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Yeah. I would, I would think that. so. You know, Arenado and Goldschmidt alone, you know, yeah. should be able to carry. They have a nice core of players. So, Anyway. Yeah. Yep. And then finishing out with a team that we don't think has a chance, the Padres three games at the Chicago white Sox. Um, the white Sox again, another yeah. awful team, uh, 98 losses. So you could have three teams with a hundred losses in the American league this year. Wow. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Do yourself and our tens of fans do yourselves a favor. Look up Bob Melvin's post-game interview Tuesday night or Wednesday night. Uh, someone asked him why Josh Hader has not been able to 
pitch more than one inning at a time all season. Why can't mm-hmm. come in and get four outs in a big game, which is what they were having trying to sneak into the back end of this wild card. And his, you could tell he has just so much disdain, whether it's for somebody that told him they can't, he can't do that from upper management or from hater himself. I'm not sure who he's mad at, but you know, this old, staunch always kind of quiet anyway subdued but lifelong baseball guy that has mm-hmm. been brought in to 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 write the ship and he can't use his closer you know the way he wants to it's just it's just dripping so just for i don't know and to watch the human emotion on it it's just <laughs> very interesting i feel uh, he's a guy i think that will also not be back just because he doesn't want him i think he'll step yeah. down i think book walter will step down um, you know, that they'll gracefully exit, but those guys, the two teams that have spent the mass, most money in free agency and been the most aggressive in trading in the last two years, uh, again, I think are going to be looking for managers. You heard it here first, folks, on Think Tank okay. Sports. Showalter, Bob Melvin, out. Yep. Um, Got to go. Gots to go at the top of the National League. The, the clearly the best team in baseball, the Atlanta Braves, uh, have locked everything up. You know, home field and everything else. Um, the Dodgers, as we mentioned, you know, who really have had just a tremendous, um, I, not even less than the second half of the year, but they have just right. been on a tear. Uh, they have a chance. So the Braves have 102 wins. The Dodgers have 98. So they could win a hundred. Um, as far as that goes fairly irrelevant Dave, at this point, before you and, move on from the Braves, I'm sorry, again, yep. I'm cutting you off. No, no, it's fine. We have to take a moment as baseball fans to appreciate whether you like him or not, what Ronald Acuna has done this season. Oh, unbelievable. Okay. 41 homers, 104 RBIs, 336 batting average. Uh, 1,010 OPS, 70, 7-0 stolen bases. Including uh, the one in the 10th inning last night where right. he singles, steals second, and ends up scoring the winning run uh, for the Braves in the 10th inning. So yeah, keep that in absolutely. mind. I mean, he's he's a game changer, and he does it in the biggest moments on the biggest stage. You may continue. Thank you. Uh, the last stats I wanted to bring up. 82 strikeouts and 78 walks. What an incredible ratio. So wow. uh, certainly taking his pitches and, and, you know, I mean, it's not Tony Gwynn. Don't get me wrong. Poor Matt. No, but those, those having... numbers are, are tremendous for somebody who right. hits that many is up that, that often. Poor Matt Olson, 53 homers, 134 RBIs, OPS of 990. Sorry, I couldn't be over 1,000 with you, buddy. Um, <laughs> had like one of the best years, especially after you know the free agent signing and all of that, and uh, can't, won't even sniff uh, first place vote. Uh, no. Rightfully so. Might not even is. sniff a second place vote. Oh, Mookie Betts. With Mookie Betts, and you also have yeah. uh, Freddie Freeman too. So, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of competition. But I, as you see, Mike's kind of hinting at it. I think Acuna is the shoe in for the National League MVP based on the sure. tremendous year that he's had um, for the the best team in baseball. 
Anything else you want to cover, Dave, or you ready to get out of here? And, um, just just that the when you look at the playoffs. So after all this is done, oh, yeah. uh, the wild card round is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week with the home teams. Uh, so these are the third and fourth seeds hosting all three games. Right. And then the division uh, series skip a day, and then the division series starts on Saturday the seventh. And, you know, you never know with the chaos. We might have a one-game playoff Monday um, for one no. of the last spots. There no, are no one-game playoffs. Oh, that's over? That is it's over. It is all tiebreaker tie and head-to-head. That makes and sense because they yep. have to go into another one-game playoff. So, all right. Yep, yep. so it's all, all tiebreakers. Right. There's just everything is laid out. Yes, they have eliminated that. Um so yeah, so we'll see. Thanks but, for correcting me in front of our tens of fans and my yeah. friends and family. Well, well we that. just you know we want to be accurate here at Think Tank Sports. <laughs> uh, we are the ones that are thinking, so we should be thinking and and sharing our thoughts uh, that Absolutely. way. Absolutely. So we'll keep watching this baseball season uh, as baseball fans and the you know the pure enjoyment of the game. Yes, it sucks our Yankees about out. Uh, when we do get back to the top and win, it'll be that much more sweeter. So just remember yes. that. Um, we'll probably do some Yankee stuff if and when they do fire Boone and, and talk about free agency and if they make a big splash. I'm sure we'll we'll get into it. But uh, we'll be probably mostly uh, the rest of the baseball world the rest of the way here uh, at Think Tank Sports, where we appreciate all of you listening. Check us out on X, on the Facebook, on the Instagram. Instagram, but not on the TikTok, um, as we appreciate all of your uh, support. And here at Think Tank Sports, where we think and you listen as we strive for five. Good night, everybody. Take care.